Thank you for joining us for this episode of Finding 50. I'm your host, Carolyn Hawes. We bring you Finding 50 to let you know you're not alone, whatever your experience. We all share this 50-something journey of self-discovery and life fulfillment right along with you. Finding 50. It's your time. Hello and welcome to this episode of Finding 50, titled Healing, Mind, Body, and Spirit Connection. This episode's guest is the wonderful Adele Stratton, an integrated manual therapist and leader in the field of healing. As the owner of the Canadian-based Phoenix Rising Healing Center, Adele offers a diversity of treatments suitable for clients seeking fundamental healing in quantum healing, biodynamic craniosacral therapy, and spiritual coaching. Her greatest accomplishment has been healing herself from a near-death experience, and she now dedicates her life to supporting the healing of clients across the globe. Join me in welcoming Adele Stratton. Hi, Adele. Hi, Carolyn. Thank it's you so, so much for having me. <laughs> oh, it is so great to see you. It's so great to see you. I have to say that um, out of out of all the people that I have had the pleasure of, you know, connecting with and and uh, meeting in my life, you are one of the most magical, and I I say that with sincerity. You you just resonate uh, in every way your love for other people um you are you are bold and you are courageously you which as a as a woman i i so look to and i respect and your path towards not only healing yourself but sharing that to heal others around you is um extraordinary and so I personally want to say thank you for what you do, and I am so grateful that you're joining us here on the podcast today. Thank you for that. Wow. Wow. Thank you very much. That was, that was very lovely and, and really heartwarming uh, to hear that, especially um, because of the fact that I really do care. I really do care about people. Yeah. I really care. I really want people to be able to be their own master, their own power, their own healer. I want that for everyone because finding it within myself is was, was the driving force behind me going out into the world and saying, hey, guess what I found out? I'm powerful. <laughs> And yeah, I want yeah. to share it with you so that you can be powerful and then you can help somebody be powerful. And, you know, it was just, yeah. it was just, I just had this fire inside of me that wanted to light up the world and say, it doesn't have to be this way. Your yeah. life could be so much better. So thank you for that. Oh, thank you. And and I and it's an interesting thing when we go through something that um does affect us in such in such a way that's so powerful that we want to share it and we want to reach out to others. It often will find its peak, I find, and then it sort of it settles back down again. Whatever you you become accustomed to um having felt it and it kind of it goes back down again and possibly the motivation then to continue reaching out changes, but it hasn't for you. You created, you created a life around helping people. Let's go into, let's go into what you do before I get all gushy and excited, more excited about talk, about talking. Um, Adele is an integrated manual therapist and she is the director of Phoenix Rising Healing Center in uh, here in Ottawa, in Ontario, Canada. Um, you have had, had quite a journey and, and, uh, we began talking a little bit about it and how you got here to this place, to having your center, to, um, sharing what you do and offering all the services that you do have with, with others. Um, is there, are there details about your experience that you went through in your early twenties when you started to to look for those answers 
and yes. what what happened? Yes, absolutely. Um, yes, it was it was a deal breaker. It was because I come from Western medicine, um, and uh, and and here's the here's the funny thing is that you know, thinking back as I've had to do numerous times about how 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 the ball started, but um, Western medicine was a good uh, uh, preliminary for me. It was a, a first step, and and you know. Um, it, it helped me to recognize that I did enjoy working with the public and I did enjoy helping others. I, I, I really did. And in fact, I used to get teased if you can believe it or not. You know, no. the girl. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him, damn it. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, they used to. They'd be like, my maiden name was Gavin, and they called me short Gavi. They'd say, well, there goes Gavi again. You know, she's got the hair tray out. And she's going to clip everybody's toenails and paint the ladies and all that stuff. If we ha In those days, believe it or not, we used to have slow days, which you can't even imagine anymore. No, no, not anymore. But, you know, uh, I, I remember one day, it was very slow on the floor. And I thought, oh, okay, this is a perfect day. So I went into the utility room and I got the shampoo tray and everything like this. And I thought, oh, I'm going to go wash hair and I'm going to paint toenails and I'm going to get pedicures and stuff like this. And the nurses are all standing at the station watching me go by. They go, well, there she goes again. <laughs> and like this. And I said, yes. I stopped. I said, yes, I'm doing this because someday when you get old, you're going to wish that I'm your nurse. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. The, that, that, you know, to pay attention. And it was that extra detail. It was that extra effort that I made, you know, for these people. And then there were many, many circumstances like that. But it showed me that um, helping people, you know, was, was something that I really had inside my heart. Yeah. And so... Um, I suffered from allergies. So here's, here's, here's the, here's where I changed paths. It diverged. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I had, uh, I had severe allergies, uh, started out environmental, then it went to food and it just got worse over the years. And, uh, 10 years in, I couldn't breathe through my nose. I couldn't taste my food anymore. Um, it had progressed to my lungs. I was taking cortisone nose sprays cortisone uh inhalers like it was terrible oh. antihistamines extra strength tylenol which we now know is hard on your liver mm -hmm. um and uh, you know the the allergist said to me you know you could live in a bubble and i was like uh pardon like you know like the boy in the bubble like john travolta style <laughs> I, I, I think of the seinfeld episode when you say that <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> Which is not a way anybody wants to live. <laughs> no. So I just said, look, it, I wasn't born this way. I'm, I, uh, no, I'm, I'm leaving now. I'm never coming back and I'm going to find my own way. Mm -hmm. And it just so happened that at that time we lived in Northern Ontario. We moved to Southern Ontario and synchronicity, how everything lined up was that I was lined up to go for an interview to a holistic vacationing spa for women just outside of Toronto. That sounds I didn't even know what holistic meant. Right. Right. I wasn't right. in that field. Yeah. But when I went for the, the interview, the, uh, the women said, uh, well, you've got the job. You're, you're, yeah, you got it, but you're really sick. And I said, yes, I am. But nobody seems to know what to do about it. Because right. I couldn't yeah. speak, you, you couldn't, know. Yeah, I would imagine. And yeah. they said, "Oh, don't worry about it. We're going to send you to this naturopath." So they sent me to this German naturopath that they worked with, and he sat there and listened to me wholeheartedly. Just listened, you know, being a there's, listener. There's power in in ha having somebody hear you. 
Exactly. Especially when you're going through some an illness. Yes, yes, it's so important. Yeah. And he listened. And when when we were finished, he said, "I know what the problem is, and I know what to do." And I was like, "Oh, thank God." So, he changed my whole diet. He put me on all these herbs that I had to concoct, boil. There were no pills. Everything I had to do from scratch. Yeah. I followed his advice to a T. And within three weeks, and it was it happened in, even in the first week, but by three weeks, I could breathe through my nose. I could, like, all of this goop came mm -hmm. out of me. And it was just, but I felt like a whole new person. I was so excited about how I felt yeah. that I said to my husband, I said, that's it. That's it. If this is what this does for me, yeah. then I am going back to school and I am going to learn everything I can because the world needs to know this. Yeah. And that yeah. was it. And, and that. I started. <laughs> and here you are. And here, here I am. Yeah, yeah. Like 35 years later. Because <laughs> time flies as we know. Yes. Um, and, and all of the people that you have been able to to help and offer your services to in those 35 years which is is pretty amazing um to to go through something and share it and i and i wanted to just quickly touch back on your story when you were saying that um you were going in and doing you know the nails of people and and doing things that gave them a sense of um of who they were as a person that you were connecting to them in that way. And to me, it seems so, uh, perfect, a perfect a pre prelude to who you then expanded into after that. Cause I, I really believe it's those, those gifts of humanness that we share with people that are also an act in the healing world of of being um what's the word it's not reactive medicine but we're preventative mm -hmm. <laughs> and menopause fog is a thing <laughs> <laughs> i'll drink to but that it, but it's, it's, it's <laughs> that. um but it's 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 preventative because that is preventative me medicine showing love to somebody is preventative medicine absolutely you know feeling absolutely. uh sharing sharing feelings of happiness and and laughter and all of those other things are preventative medicine for people absolutely and, um, and, it, and it's I, amazing i, I can remember you happens. saying that i can remember coming coming back to work after a couple of days off yeah. and the girls going oh thank god you're back I, I was like, why? Oh, because you know, all the patients. They didn't. My name is Adele, but they nicknamed me a smile. So they'd say, "Where's the Where's the nurse with the smile? Where's the Aww. smile? Where Where is she?" Like this, and she's, "Oh, thank God you're back. The patients have been asking for you." I'm like, "Oh, well, that's good because I did, I did want, I did want to bring joy." into their 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 suffering you know and yeah. and they uh, they again you know it'd be three o'clock in the morning i'd be on night shift it'd be three o'clock in the morning and we start rounds at five so four o'clock i'm on the floor and i'm doing push-ups and i'm doing you know jumping jacks so they're, they're laughing at me and i'm going you know, no, come on, girls, we got to wake up, we got to wake up. And then I go in the bathroom, and I freshen up my lipstick and make sure my hair put a little bit of color in my face. And then when you go and you wake the patients up, right? And they, they, they look at you and they go, what time is it? <laughs> You're way too, you know, and bright and yeah, shiny. Like, like this. They're like, what time is it? And I'm like, five o'clock. And they're like, holy jeez, have you been here all night? I couldn't believe it. But, you know, it made an impression. And I was like, who wants to see a grumpy old face, you know, with their hair all dressed up? Oh, morning. You know, like this. Yeah. I'd come in like this. Morning. Yeah. Because even, even then you knew the power of energy. 
You need the power of that energy. Yeah, absolutely. So it made it made a difference. It does. It does. And it's powerful. It's powerful. One of the things that I do want to talk about um, are some of the offerings that you have. Um, But before we get before we get to that, I would I would love to touch on something that I've been considering a lot lately in my life. And I wonder if it's something that women as they get to this time in life um, through their 50s and and older that you start to look a lot more inward. Um, and I know that you're an advocate for trusting the intelligence of your heart. Um, within that, I have been going through this time in the past few years where I, I, my intuition is yelling out so much louder to me now. It's a new trust that um, we often start to gain as we become more of a strength internally in our lives as women. I am aware that I, I find it somewhat tricky at times to decipher between what is fear telling me not to do something and what is my intuition or my greater guidance telling me. I wonder just what your thoughts are about that. And I think one of the things that I'm kind of streaming us towards is that I think for women using your intuition when it comes to your health is a very important and powerful thing as well. And to say, no, there's something wrong. There's something not quite right. I I need to to do something about it. I know that's a huge question. (laughs) But, yes. but it's something that's been really resonating with me. And I thought, who, who better to ask what you, what are your and thoughts that, on? That is such a good question because um, it, it is hard for some people to uh, feel that difference between your knowing, the knowing that you have, yeah. and, and, and then the fear-based. So the fear-based decisions or choices would be made from listening to the chatter of other people. And always there is a, um, there is a lack of, of self-confidence within. Mm-hmm. So the lack of self-confidence then will be uh, uh, seeking other people's approval or other people's right. advice because uh, the confidence isn't there to make those choices on your own, mm-hmm. even though you might feel that I, I, I really need to follow this, but I don't have the confidence yet to listen to my own guidance. Exactly. And, and, and I, I got this lesson fed to me many times. I, I called it the doubter to doubt myself about mm-hmm. a decision that I was making. Now, how I learned this was spiritually, um, my guides mm-hmm. um, and, and one of my um, biggest guides uh, was, was and, and still is, because once a guide, always a guide, uh, Mother Mary. And, and I would make these... Um, I would hear these messages inside of myself and then I'd go to, and then I'd hesitate and I'd pull back and I'd go, Oh, but what if that's not right? What if that's not true? You know? Mm -hmm. And so I wouldn't say anything. Um, And then surer than shooting, (laughs) you know, she would show up, you know, either like, uh, like that night or the next morning and say, Adele, you have to stop doubting yourself mm-hmm. you are doubting yourself mm-hmm. what you hear is true and I go mm-hmm. oh I know I know okay I'll do I'll be better next time mm-hmm. and I did that until finally something big happened and I said what I needed to say and then I went back into doubt and then I became very fearful right. and she came to me and said you said the right thing. Do not doubt yourself anymore. This, you know, you need to stop that. And so mm-hmm. from then on, I just went ahead and I, I just said, 
you know, I just really just spoke my truth. But the it was to build my confidence to trust myself. Yes, that's that's exactly exactly. And I think so many women go through life as natural caretakers mm-hmm. of others. And when you are um, habitually and constantly taking care of others and doing what's right for them, we can lose sight of what is best for ourselves. And women also in that nurturing and caregiving response that we have um we i i think we can also go through life not listening to what we need because we put it behind the needs of the other people in our life yeah and and so not using those muscles not using that internal well this doesn't make me feel good but i need to do it this way for somebody else when you're constantly putting yourself in, you know, second, third, fourth, fifth in line. Um, when you get to a point in life, when you start to think, wait a minute, what do I want? I, I just, what, what do I actually want? You know, mm-hmm. children may have grown um, if they're just at a different point in their life. And so it can become such a new, a new thing as part of that development and growth. And I love how you have the, you have such you resonate such a connection, um, not, it's not specifically just to body, but to spirit as well. And for everybody that may be, um, that may come through as something different, but it's a place inside that, that you identify as being equally important in, in the process of healing and the knowingness of, of self, which, which I know in watching you, um, on different social platforms, that uh, that's a that's a huge part of 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 health and healing in the journey that you talk about with people. Very very powerful. In fact, I I I believe it's everything. It's right. everything because yeah. people need to understand. Before I teach a class, I always say, "Who are you? Do you know who you are?" And then I have, you know, you are sound, you are color, you are light, you are frequency, you are vibration. That's who you are. Mm -hmm. This is just a manifestation Mm -hmm. so that you can have the adventures that you wanted when you agreed to come. Mm -hmm. And because of that, then you need to start looking at your body differently. Yes. You know, it's not a, it's not concrete it is not this thing that you live in you know you you uh your body has been uh basically holographed to, to so that you can have this experience but you need to understand that your mind is in control of everything all the time mm-hmm. so until you understand the power of vibration and frequency, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. suffering is always just around the next corner, you know, yeah. because you're constantly creating. So creating a vehicle of, of, of health, uh, you know, it all starts here. It all starts here. The power of the mind mm-hmm. and the power of consciousness which is what we are Mm -hmm. this is this connection and so very important i feel it's very important for people to understand that first that's what i say first i don't leave that to the end i start Mm -hmm. out that way yeah and then i go into all the physical ailments and everything like that but then i always finish off with the emotional aspect of everything Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's a powerful healer our 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 process of thought mm-hmm. and the energy that we emit in in our thoughts positive negative i mean we know when we walk in a room and and just smile at somebody we we feel the energy of how they're feeling and if we can feel that energy then their own bodies their own processing can feel that negative energy you know or positive but i really feel that you you create a space for people to heal in 
that starts with themselves because mm -hmm. because we can be very we're very powerful and if we are damned and determined to have um to be sick or to be feel um negative or to to be connected really in personality to being a victim of health or a victim of of our own well-being we will create that our brain will create it because that's what we feel safe in that's that's our persona that's that's how we want to move through this earth that's where we feel safe even if it's not a happy existence that's where we feel safe so bringing us to some of the things that you do with the mind body spirit and energy connection okay i would uh i'd love to introduce some of the services and some of the uh the teaching, because I know you do, you have a lot of courses that you're offering too for people. Um, uh, what are some of the amazing things that you do offer that are examples of, of how you believe healing comes through the mind and, and energy? Well, I would say that probably most of my, most of my career, I've been practicing, um, you know, cranial sacral therapy, uh, visceral manipulation, um, a lot of body work, but when I first got interested in it, because, because again, you know, wanting to help people. And um, so, you know, I, I studied so many modalities of cranial sacral therapy. I mean, um, the, you know, uh, through Upledger and then through dialogues and contemporary rehabilitation, then through osteopathy itself. Can you tell um, us a little, sorry, can you tell us a little bit about what that is exactly, cranial sacral therapy? Yes. Um, so uh, it is the connection between the spine and uh, the cranium itself. Mm -hmm. And the cerebral spinal fluid that flows from the base of the spine and up and around the brain and back down again, which has its own rhythm different from the heart. And this this cerebral spinal fluid is what I called the sacred fluid, the sacred oil of the body. Um, it is all-knowing. It is, it is all-intelligent. It is, it is intelligent, and it is what connects that cerebral spinal fluid to all the different aspects of our physical body. And so if we've had an injury, or we've, an, an injury is a perfect example, or we've had a, a challenging birth, um, and uh, or one or more of our organs is very toxic, it has the ability to pull on the spine and affect the cerebral spinal fluid. So let's say that you are skiing and you have a terrible fall and bang, you're, you hit your tailbone, you hit your sacrum, your back hurts, it hurts, it hurts. But what happens at this time, Carolyn, is that when you fall, the cerebral spinal fluid rushes up the spine, okay, and then it rushes around the brain and then tries to come back down, but it could get stuck. It's because there's a trauma now and there's been an impact and it's interrupted the rhythm of the cerebral spinal fluid. And so it can actually affect that, oh my God, ever since I had that bad fall, my back is killing me. But what people don't understand is that it just didn't happen to your back because as soon as that cerebral spinal fluid came up, it had an effect on your head too. So we find the connection between, oh, the back is out, but it's really the occiput that needs to be opened up before the back can let go. Right. It, right. It's, it's a decrease the flow. Exactly. Exactly. Right. And um, it's just, uh, it's, it, it, so, that's, so that's what that is about, the right. connection between the spine and the cranium, cranial sacral. Now, to take it one step further, that I'd been doing that for so many years, but something, my intuition was saying, Adele, there's more, there's more. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, and it was almost like the things that I had learned I was being told to unlearn them, which I, you know, so it was like, follow the voice, follow your intuition. And so, you know, in my teachings, in my, you know, learning, put your hands here. And then I'd hear, 
No, don't put your hands there. Move them over slightly over here and listen. So I was getting direction from the consciousness, you know? Yeah. And um, so I am, you do know that I'm clairvoyant, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. And that's a whole something. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a so, whole other thing I want to talk about. Yeah. It's a, Another it's a podcast whole... maybe, but let's get it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So anyway, so what happened was so, it was so exciting. It was so exciting for me, but very exciting too for the patient on the table. So I had this gentleman come to see me and he is an osteopath, okay? Uh, raised and, 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 um, and educated in England. And England has very good osteopaths, very good. Um, anyways, so he came to me because he said that his, uh, he, could, he couldn't walk. He was in so much pain. His psoas, he said, my psoas. Everybody's saying it's my psoas. I mean, watch your language, lady. <laughs> this is it. Wait, whose house are you talking about? <laughs> is it my psoas or my sore ass? Sore ass, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyways, yeah, so I said, and he said, I can't walk. I, I'm an excuse. My wife told me to come and see you because mm -hmm. his wife had done some training with me. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I took one look at him. I didn't say anything to him, but in my head, I heard, it's not his psoas. It's mm -hmm. his embryo. So I go, oh, okay. Lay down on the table. Didn't go near his psoas. I went to the back of his head. And right away, I made this connection, and I traveled back in time until I saw him as a wee embryo in his mother's womb. Now, this man's in his 50s, okay? And I see his embryo, and his embryo is, like, fearful, so fearful, like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to do it, I don't want to go, I don't want And I said, what's wrong, what's wrong? And he goes, I don't want to come into this world. I said, why? He said, because she is so mean. So he was picking up on the energy of his mother. Hmm. And so I took him through a, a process where I just channeled through. I took him to what I call the universal heart. He had a huge healing. He gasped for air on the table. He went, <gasps> so like he was, he was being born again. And uh, when we finished, he slowly sat up and he said, Adele, you know I'm an osteopath. I said, yes. He said, trained in England. I said, yes. And he said, and all the hands that I have had on my head over all the years, no one has ever been able to bring me to this place. No one. Wow. And so powerful. very powerful. And I, I took a quote from Jesus and I said, stand up and walk. How <laughs> <laughs> to quote anybody you want. Damn it. <laughs> god that's funny but anyways he did and his pain was gone <laughs> so there you go you know yeah. the the uh what we can carry you know what trauma that we can carry but after that happened to me it happened again with another person came in and and this and this time it was even a bigger it was it was huge what happened and this person had like uh uh it, it it was just phenomenal i you know we'll get into that when we get into the other one. but anyways what i'm saying here is that when that happened to me again i thought okay i don't even know what i'm doing right i really don't even know what i'm doing right. I, i'm picking up information here but I, I don't understand what i'm doing right and so yeah. i i started to do some research and this is when I found biodynamic cranial sacral therapy, which is uh, treating the field 
the fluid body, the field, and all the information that's in the field. And this is what we call our innate intelligence, our innate wisdom. All the information is there, and that's what I was tapping into. Right. Right. So I went back to school for two years and, um, and, and uh, yeah, I got the training. And, and it was exactly what I wanted. It, it was exactly how the pieces fit because now I understood that when I was hearing, don't put your hands there, put your hands there, I was actually tapping into the field and listening to the innate wisdom of the body. Right, right. Like, and then I was following the body's wisdom, not, not what I right. thought was next step this, next step that. Right. No, it was like right. the body was guiding me. No, you've got to go here first. And I'm like, right. okay. So I offer that and I do offer uh, healing developmental trauma, which that is going in, in, into the embryo. Um, and uh, specializing in um, concussions. Mm. Um, and I also do a uh, vibrational frequency type of treatment, which is called the biocomputer operating system, which is all done with filters that hold frequencies of everything that we are in the body. It's so fascinating. Yeah, it's, it's very fascinating. And I love, love, love it. Because I can work with the most complicated cases. People have come to me and said, I've been here. I've been there. Uh, this is that. That, that. that didn't work. Blah, 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 blah. They've tried you know, everything, right? Tried everything. Yeah. And then yeah. this is where the frequency and the vibration comes in. And the, and the ability to be able to read the person in right. that way. You know? Right. So, and then there's a whole plethora of other stuff that I do, but that is like my main thing. And, and it's so beautiful to me that you just, you love what you do and you follow it in whatever direction it takes you. You're, you're continuously expanding on what you know and what your curiosity brings you to and what your intuition brings you to um and the energies around you that you're feeling and tapping into to the powers of that that they gift you with is uh is such a cool thing to me like it's so layered it's so layered in the layers of of healing and the processes that you've been through and then going back to school each time that's you know, that's not something that everybody signs up for is to continuously go back and keep learning. And, and yet you do, and you do, and it's a gift to those who you serve as well. So that's, it's, it's an incredible, it's an incredible journey. Um, I know that you do have something called the phenomenon mentorship mm -hmm. program. Mm -hmm. And I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about what that is. Yes, I would love to because it is the next big thing on my journey. <laughs> um, just, you know, life can be so rich. <laughs> life can be so rich if you allow yourself to think with your heart, mm -hmm. follow your heart. You can just have so many amazing experiences and adventures and so this phenomena is my next big adventure and what I love what I love about it I actually feel a little emotional talking about it because it has <clears throat> you know um I was born and raised Catholic and then you know I um I uh, transformed, transpired into spirituality, and I'm now going through another transformation. So my butterfly wings are getting bigger and bigger as I as I mature. <laughs> and uh, I I have always wanted to know. I'm I'm I don't know. No, I'm sorry, my dog just barked, and, and I realized I had to have Okay, never mind. So, so um, Einstein is one of my guides. Now, when Einstein showed up for me, I was looking at him 
to say, you're in the wrong place. <laughs> what are you doing here? You know, like this. Hey, buddy, that's next door. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the genius is over there, you know, like this. <laughs> and it was just, I mean, I was working with a person and all of a sudden he's standing in the room and I, I, he's looking at me. I'm looking at him and I'm, I'm, you know, yeah, next door. The next day it happens again. The next day it happens again. The, I, and I don't pay attention. I keep on like, I don't know why you're here. I don't know why, you know, and then so you're just the, aware of the presence of it. Yes. You're just, yeah, just kind of like. You must be, you're in the wrong house. I, I don't get it, you know? Right. And then the fourth day, it was in the morning. I woke up, I opened my eyes, and he's standing right beside my bed. And I, I look at him and I go, okay, what do you want? <laughs> and he says, I want you to believe in your genius. And I went, my genius? Are you, are you calling me a genius? And he said, Yes, you are a genius. And I, wow. Well, right away, I thought I had to, you know, go back and take chemistry all over again. Right. Quantum <laughs> physics and stuff. And he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> because if you did that, you would really screw things up. Um, no, I'm, ta <laughs> I'm talking about your creative genius. Right. Right. So. And that, to me, was a sign that I needed to under, understand or have a deeper understanding of how the universe works. And so through all my very, very deep meditations, becoming an observer of the self, watching all the time, watching the words, watching the thoughts, watching my actions all the time, 24-7, taught me that a lot about, well, most of what happens in this dimension is fallacy. Um, our, our systems, our educational systems, our religions, our politicians, um, our society, all of it has been a lie. It has all been a story. And so I needed to unpack. I needed to unpack all belief systems because I had been programmed by belief systems. And the day that you arrive on the planet, you start being programmed. And whether it doesn't matter, I have beautiful parents and still being programmed by belief systems. You know, Absolutely. you have teachers, you're being programmed by belief systems. Right. And so how are we to know who we are if who we are is about somebody else's belief system? That's right. And perceptions that aren't our own. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. So it was in, it was instructed to me by my higher mind, by my higher self, by my God self, that I needed to spend more time um, uh, fine-tuning, 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 coming, coming, going deeper and deeper and deeper. And then I start, started getting instructions as to, okay, now you know that you are light. Now you know that you are sound and color. Now we're going to show you how you came to be. And so it was all through sacred geometry. And then they're showing me the sacred geometry and how that's connected to the sacred oil in the body and how that sacred oil is attached to our intelligence. And so it was about you are the medicine. You are the cure. Right. So you the are the genius. Yes. So the phenomena is about helping people to unpack those belief systems and how to get inside and, and basically make 
themselves, know themselves as the almighty, the almighty power. We have the power. There is nothing outside of us. In fact, Carolyn, when I started doing this meditation, I was blown away because I have a tray, a tray of, of supplements on my counter that I test every morning. I'm always doing research, right? Right. So I, 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 I take all of these supplements, but I test every one of them before I take them to see, do I need it today? And how much do I take? And it started happening that, no, you don't need that. No, no, no. And I was like, what's going on? You've raised your vibration so high that your vibration is higher than those supplements now. and You don't need them. Everything that you need is inside of you. That's the phenomena. I love that. And thank you for taking us through that in your explanation. It is, um, it's something that I, I believe in bringing it back to, you know, women, uh, at this time in life and this, this place when we're, we're discovering who we are. But when I think about the the group and the community that that uh i'm in as a as a woman right now in this at this age and menopause and perimenopause and and all of the things that we're going through and the unknowns that we're going through um that's a whole other conversation because you know we just aren't aren't given any information really we haven't even historically been given information as women um and about what it is and what it means and what's happening in our bodies and what's happening to us spiritually as well in these times. But what really resonates with me is the finding your genius that you, that you said, love that you're, I love that you're discussing this and teaching this. We all have our, we are all a genius. Absolutely. Who better to know about, about you, who better to know about me than myself. And I am the genius of this of this being of this light of this energy that's come into the world as is every other human um on this planet we we really are our own our own our own genius a t-shirt i i love making t-shirts out of shit like this but i think like you are you are a genius be your own genius and uh and and so bringing that bringing that uh that connection to people and the knowingness of that is, uh, is a, is a very important thing. It's, it's everything when it comes to, when it comes to ourselves on every level of, of living Mm -hmm. and living this life. Well, I believe so. So that, uh, I love, I love that. That's awesome. You have done so many things and you, you exemplify so many things and like i said before i think every i mean each each of the topics that we've kind of hinted upon are things that we could just i could talk to you about forever i think that i think that you truly are magical and i and i appreciate you um as as we're as we're wrapping up the podcast um i i'd love to let everybody who's watching and listening because we will have an audio and the audio video version of the podcast available, but I would love you to share something about where people can find you, um, how they can get in touch with you and, uh, and some of the things that you're, you're looking forward to moving forward. Um, some of the teachings that you're offering and such, I'd, I'd love, I'd love you to, to share that with everybody so they can get in touch with you and find out more about, about your center and okay. what, and what you're offering. Well, thank you. Thank you, Carolyn. Um, they can always reach me on my website, which is phoenixrisinghealingcenter.com. And I am on Instagram as phoenixrisinghc. I'm also on TikTok as that also. And I'm on YouTube, uh, Phoenix Rising Healing Center. So I'm on those platforms and on my website, you will find the courses that I offer, uh, everything from, you know, healing your liver, kidneys, 
um, trauma, um, hidden causes. We call them hidden causes like Epstein-Barr virus and heavy metals, uh, zoonotic bacteria. And I, was just, well, I just want to say a little something there. I noticed after yeah. I put up on Instagram about talking about toxoplasmosis that everybody else started talking about toxoplasmosis. <laughs> and I was like, well, isn't that interesting? So it was good because I brought it to yeah. light. Yes. Yeah. Um, so I have uh, a number of the classes that are on there. Um, the phenomena is on there for people that uh, want to register. Um, and um, what else did you say? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Exactly that you you answered it you 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 answered it perfectly. Just whatever whatever you are um, wherever you're available um, and sharing that with people right. and, and people some can, of the things you're offering. They can make um, they can make appointments on the website too. They can awesome. go on and I do a lot of virtual a lot, um, which is See, really huge. really good. Imagine you know connecting with people in Australia now yes. and, and India. Like, oh my yeah. gosh, like, wow, what a gift, you know, Dublin. And uh, it's yeah. so exciting. In yeah. that and a gift to them too. Yes. I mean, it's, it's so it's, that's a really great point because people may be listening and knowing that you're, you're located in, in Canada and, you know, wanting to get in touch with you. Well, you, you offer that connection for them. So how fabulous, you know. It is for, 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 for me, it's like, oh, I just, I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It has really expanded my horizons. Yes. So yeah. yeah. Yes. Technology is one of those things, right? It, it is. It, um, so thank you so much for the time that you've, you. you've spent sharing some of the, some of the magic that you, that you do. I keep saying magic. Magic is the word that comes to me when I think of you. And it's mm-hmm. just, um, yeah, I've said it a few times in the podcast, but, uh, you you are a light and you do have gifts and you are certainly um, a person who resonates love and healing in in what you do every day i um i know that a lot of people have have probably uh become aware of you on instagram and uh for those who are new to seeking you out um I just want to say you, you you'll love Adele's posts that she that she has on Instagram. They I, lo- I love them. Like the topics are vast that you have, and you just have the you just have a way that creates this curiosity for people to want to find out more. Um, and 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 really, you you are um, opening an invitation for everybody to do so. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Caroline. Much love. And thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Finding 50 podcast. If you'd like more information about our guest today, you can find that in the show details. Our episodes are always available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. Thanks so much. See you for the next episode of the Finding 50 podcast.